sorry. Hello, everybody. Today is June 21st, 2022, and this is Worlds of Books. And tonight we're discussing the book, The Maid by Nita Prose, P-R-O-S-E, an excellent name for somebody who writes uh, uh, prose. So anyway, uh, you know, I'm noticing back in the day, you could almost find a Wikipedia article on any author, but there must have been some kind of revolt against that because the last few authors I've tried to find information on, they don't, any of them seem to have Wikipedia articles anymore. So, uh, uh, and, and, and Nita prose falls into that category as well. So, uh, I guess people decided, no, they don't have to tell everybody their age and their vital statistics if they don't want to. So, uh, uh, and, and, you know, that, that, that's, that's probably a good thing, but it makes it hard to talk about them in a book group. Uh, I did find a bit of bio information on Nita Prose. She says she really loves books and she works in publishing in Toronto, Ontario. And she's like vice president of some kind of, let's see what it says here. She's vice president of editorial director of Simon and Schuster in, in Toronto. So uh, that that's about all I found on her. But uh, anybody that loves books is okay in my book. So uh, <laughs> that, that 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 that's fine. And I and I really enjoy this book. I don't know what what novel this is that she's written. Uh, uh, she, she didn't share that information on this little bit of information I found. So, uh, 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 and I, I, and I'm making excuses. I probably could have done more research, but I didn't. So, uh, uh, anyway, that, that's what I've got on Nita prose, but, uh, I did, I did, I will say I did enjoy this book. So I, I'm going to call on folks. Does anybody have any opening comments they want to make before I start calling on folks? Okay. All right. I'm just going to go down the list then. Okay. Let's see. We've got, we got eight here right now. So let's see. Bob, you're at the top of the list. Go. Oh, oh my. The old guy first. Okay. Well, I like the book very much. I know if somebody mentioned in another club, the maid was autistic. I'd, I'd like to have a definition of autism. I think that that Gran, of course, was my favorite character. Who could not love Gran? And yeah. greatly influenced her life, uh, Molly's life, you know. And she quoted Gran, major quotes. And boy, some of those I wish I could always live with. Um, and, it, you know, uh, you can't, the problem, how realistic, you know, the maid must defer to all the guests and bow. And there's Mr. Snow's rules. You think, gosh, a lot of them don't do that, you know. That, but, but frankly, and I'll be brief here. But frankly, um, it, you never know. A hotel manager lays down the rules and gives us hour speeches, and it's just like Molly. The last time he gave an hour speech on etiquette and how to act, she's the only one who stood up and cheered for him. You know, she she really listens to him. So I guess what I'm saying is, I she got into trouble, yes, you know, uh, and so forth, made mistakes. Uh, thank goodness for Mr. Preston and Charlotte, the lawyer, 
who really helped her uh, greatly. But I enjoyed the book all the way. I was determined to read it and determined to come here and express myself. Thank you. Well, thank you, Mom. That, 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 that was a good summary. I appreciate it. And, th- and thanks for re- reviewing some of the names for me, which, you know, I, I, I'm reading so much these days. If, if I don't finish the book the day of a book club, all the, all the characters just fly out my brain. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I appreciate you mentioning some of the names. That, that helps spur my memory. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Okay, Joni, you're next. Okay, thanks, Alan. Well, I really love the book. Um, I just, um, poor Molly, she was so naive, and, and maybe there was a touch of autism. I didn't know exactly what. It was, um, but the naivete and and her trusting um, the guy that she went with. What was that? Go ahead, Jesse. So that's, that's, uh, that's my caller ID. Sorry, I unplugged oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um. Anyway. Um. And and the way people took advantage of her and she didn't mm-hmm. realize what they were doing and such a, a little innocent and um Brian and and her Fabergé <laughs> and how uh, Molly's supposed boyfriend just went and stole all that money from Gran and from Molly and and that um, the the landlord, the slumlord. Oh my God! What a a mean jerk! No elevator in the building, and they had, they had to walk up five flights. Right. And um, well, uh, it was it was very exciting to me, uh, and the way things turned out. Um. Mr. Preston and Charlotte and now I can't think of one. What was his name? Juan Manuel. Uh, uh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And he turned out right from the beginning to be such a good person mm-hmm. and got caught up and and was afraid and um um I really didn't know about. Oh gosh, I'm I'm losing names too. Um, Mr. Black's um, second wife, Liesel, was that her name? G- G- Giselle was it? Giselle. 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 Yeah. I really didn't know about her, and in the end, she turned out to be okay. And the first Mrs. Black turned out to be. A, a nice woman too. It was, it was all that that Mister Black that was so horrible. I mean, he, um, uh, <clears throat> I guess maybe I'll have more to say at the end. But I, I, it really was quite gripping, and I really would recommend it that people it's, should read it. 
it's hard to find anything nice to say about rich white guys these days. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's just face the facts. I mean, I, uh, that's, that's just the fact of the matter. And, 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 and yeah. Mr. Black was right in there with, 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 with the whole crop of them. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, good. I, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the book. Johnny. So, uh, thank you. And you're going to enjoy next month's selection too, but we'll get to that later. Uh, that was the tease. That was the teaser for tonight. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Jana Latrell. Okay. Alan Limley. Um, I, <laughs> I thought this was a great book. Um, I was thinking that maybe she, based on some of the students I've worked with and things that maybe she had Asperger's syndrome, but yeah, I yes. think she definitely is on the autism spectrum. Okay. Um, but I did like one thing that she did. She kind of broke some of the rules that she follows and, and, mm-hmm. and used her, her head and, and a lot of, uh, friendship loyalty when she sent the first told him the first mrs black to leave the country that kind of goes against the rules and she yeah. she did you know she encouraged that i thought that was very cool and um i'm glad she found manuel because she was very lonely after her grandmother died and just uh i guess those are the main observations that i would make i thought it was a really terrific book i loved it Excellent. Okay, let's see. Ladon. Yes. I wouldn't say this book is gripping, but it was written in a very interesting and light-hearted way that kept you in interested in and liking and liking the book right from the, the start. At first, I thought, my What's up here? There's nobody that likes being a maid this much. I bet of all the thousands and thousands of maids in the world that there's nobody that likes it. Then as the book went on a little bit, and I found out that uh, she was autistic maybe and a little uh, lower IQ, perhaps she couldn't tell people what people were thinking she couldn't read people's uh, minds or eyes or motive uh, the way they move and so she didn't really understand and uh, her job though at her level of uh, IQ and her autistic well her job meant everything to her and with every with every uh, room she cleaned she would tell them Going to clean the room to perfection. Going to bring it back to perfection. She kept repeating that uh, thing. And then uh, the meetings, when she went to the monthly meetings that they had, she thought they were very important and that she felt that she was learning a lot. And, uh, of course, the other people that are a little bit more uh, normal in their everyday things just hate it. Hated, hated the meet, meetings, and and she found them very good. All in all, uh, I I kept interested in this book right to the interest uh, to the end. I read it two days. So I would give it a high marks. Like I say, it's not gripping. It's not that kind of novel, and uh, it was it, it did have a murder in it, but we didn't uh, go through that too much. 
in any detail, so that wasn't distracting it at all. So, yeah, I give the book quite high marks, and the uh, narrator was good, and the author's style of prose keeps you interested. She creates interesting characters and interesting situations. So, good, A+. plus. Right. Thank you, Ladon. Good, good comments. Uh, Nancy Unger. Hi. Uh, I was unmuted. I guess it was okay. Thank you. Yeah. I um. Yeah. I'm muted now. Yeah. Sorry, I was yes. late. I was. Yeah. No, that's all right. You're fine. You're okay. Fine. Thank you. I I like. I really enjoyed the book, but I'm a little bit perplexed. But she was she was a character, Molly Gray. And, but yeah. um, I'm wondering why she, why she had, um, what's the name of that woman? Um, Mrs. Black, I forgot her, the second Mrs. Black. I wonder why she had her had her flee. I can't figure that out. That and then who? why didn't she, huh? And then why didn't she, um, this is my other question, but why did she uh, not, you know, she said she saw a figure. This came out in the very end, and it was the, the first Mrs. Black supposedly smothered. I hope I'm mm-hmm. not giving anything away. Smothered, smothered Mr. Charles Black. And why didn't right. she turn him in? I guess Rodney was was guilty of some things, but now he's being charged with murder. I don't even know if he really murdered. He was he was a drug runner or anything, but I don't know if he was a murderer. No, he right. didn't. Right, right, right. No, no. through me. No, first Mrs. Right. Black. <laughs> right. Yeah, you for a loop, it threw me for a loop, kind of. I didn't know. I like the story. I like the way she she was clever in the end and how she she went with the plan. I like Mister Preston, you know, and I, I liked Charlotte. That was neat that he 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 got his daughter to to defend her. You know, that was kind of interesting. And Ronnie, you know, the thing that gave me red flags about Ronnie when when when, he, when she called for help and he said, "Well, why are you calling me?" Like, like, oh, nice to hear from you. You know, that kind of threw me. I thought, well, why was why is she talking to her like that? You know, she's anyway. What were you about to say, Alan? Were you about to say something? I might have interrupted you. I I was going to say uh, the the second Mrs. Black's name was Giselle, I think. And, Giselle, uh, correct. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, it came to uh, me. But why, yeah. why did she have her flee to the Caymans? I don't understand that one exactly. Uh, I, I I think she was. I think she had decided that, well, obviously she thought Giselle was her friend and stuff and mm-hmm. she, she felt close to her and she didn't believe Giselle had anything to do with her, with her husband's uh, death and stuff. And she thought that she would be better off if, if <laughs> since the, the detective was already good at, at, at misarresting people. And uh, uh, it was kind of scrounging, trying to figure out who had done what uh, I think she thought she'd be better off if, if she got to, uh, was it Aruba or wherever she went? Yeah, and, uh, Giselle, and, Giselle already had tickets to go, yeah, right. and her right. husband, he had, she had forced him to buy her property there. Right, right, right. Cayman, so, that's uh, where she went. Yeah, Cayman, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, what do you think of that Detective Stark? She was a character. She was yeah. a game in the end, I guess. Right. You know, she, she was she was a good detective. It was pretty good, good detective. I mean, she was interviewing pretty well. Oh, I didn't have. I never read a book where the detectives were that that, that much in depth. You know, right? To figure out the right. crime. Right. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. Thank uh, you. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Michelle. Welcome. 
Yeah. Um, well, I, first of all, I, I think she went to the Cayman Islands because she really just wanted to, you know, have her own life and her own money and her own place. I think she was tired of being, you know, a trophy wife or whatever. <coughs> and she just wanted her, her own life. So I think that's actually why she went there. Um, so for me, I, I have autism in my family and I, I don't usually read books about autism because I find them kind of triggering, but this book was unbelievably good. I mean, I, 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 I was amazed. She really understood what it was like, um, to, to be on the autism spectrum and how vulnerable you are in the world and how difficult it is to kind of make sense of um, people and things that they say and you're so trusting and you don't always pick up the nuances and, and you don't realize sometimes when people are, you know, you just sort of believe whatever it is that they tell you, you just right. assume whatever right. they say is the truth. Um, right. And I was absolutely flawed when I was reading this book, how good this book was. Um, I thought the narrator, um, she if anybody's ever watched Six Feet Under, I think on HBO, she was one of the characters on Six Feet Under. She was really good. I think she really oh. made, I think with the wrong narrator, this would have not been a book. Oh, yes. um, but right, right. I thought, I mean, and I think it was really good as a suspense book because the character was so well drawn the situation was so plausible to me that this could happen to somebody, that she could have a boyfriend who could trick her out of money, that she could be, you know, find herself really being framed for a crime that she didn't commit. Um, it was very, very gripping. I, I thought, and a lot of times when I read suspense books, I don't find them that plausible. But this story to me, from beginning to end, was incredibly plausible. So um, I'm glad you picked it because... I don't think I would have read this book otherwise, and I absolutely loved it. It was like a five-star read for me. I really, the one thing I, I would say, it's a teeny tiny little criticism, was um, when they arrested her, she was wearing her pajamas, yeah. and they took her in wearing pajamas, and then when she did the arraignment, she was in pajamas, and I don't think you would go in court, and I think somehow they would find something else for her to wear. So yeah. that the yeah. little, yeah. tiniest, tiniest little detail. Otherwise, um, you know, this book was was good, really good. I, I think it was one of the best, like, suspense books that I've read in a long time and a really excellent, excellent character study. I was very, very impressed with this book. Very good. And I, I have to agree. I think that's what I liked best about it because she did such a good job of, of, of showing you this character who was obviously on the autism spectrum, but you really liked the character. I mean, you know, they, they worked, they showed you the way she was, but they didn't make her seem like a, like an idiot and stuff. And, and, and it didn't put her down for it and stuff. And she was obviously a lot smarter than most of the people she was around and stuff. And, you know, she, she was dealing with whatever she had to deal with. And I, I just thought that was just charming. I mean, you know, the, the way she talked about making the rooms up to perfection and stuff. I, I really liked the character. And, you know, I, I just, I felt so bad for her when she got bamboozled out of her, her Fabergé money and stuff. Yes. But, you know, that's, that, that, that's, that's one of the difficulties with folks on the spectrum and stuff. They, they can't read social situations and stuff. And they're, they're not, they're not good at that. And they're overly trusting and they're overly literal about everything. But, uh, 
I just, I, I just thought Molly was just a, she was just charming. I just liked her. She was good hearted. Her grandmother was wonderful. And uh, you just, you know, you could tell she was channeling her grandmother in the way she lived and stuff. It was just a, anyway, it really wasn't my turn, but uh, I gassed on for a oh, while. But, 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 but thanks, Michelle. So it's, uh, okay, let's see. Liz Lindsay. Um, yeah, I, I really liked the book. Um, I loved I loved the fact that Molly um, <laughs> found love in the end. I, I, you know, things worked out well for her. I was really excited when Giselle had sent her the money that she could go back and get her hotel management degree. And yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I, I don't really have anything new to add to what people say, but I, I just love the book. And, and I, I think I gave it a four star rating only because I gave I had just given a book a five star rating that I'd read. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't like it too many. But I just I loved it. I, I I thought it was a very nice read and I'm really glad you chose it. Thanks. Okay. Oh, you know, one of the things I wanted to say is um I think it was in novel ideas somebody brought this book up and asked the question if it took place in England or the United States. And I really think it took place in the United States. But yeah, I think the, yeah. the um, different um, speech patterns and stuff of Molly were really based. They were kind of like old fashioned. She was like a very old soul. <laughs> and that was her grand's influence. I, I, I'm pretty sure right. it was not in England. But what about the tea and crumpets from grandma? grandma <laughs> that was grand. That was Is grand. That United yeah. States. Do we do that? Yeah, well, I, I think that was grand's, you know, okay. yeah. you know, being yeah. lady. And but, she but, had, but, she had a bow. I'm sorry, Madonna. She had a bow. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, a boyfriend, a bow. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. old word, but I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. think if it had taken place in England, there would have been a lot more British sayings in it, and the, the police would have been referred to by different names, different and different. Yeah, and, 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 and the court uh, also. Uh, court attorneys are solicitors and barristers in England. Barristers, but, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, not, not attorneys. Really no, I think that yeah, that British yeah. feel to it came from a very proper grand. Mm-hmm. Right, her, right. Yeah. It was USA. Yeah, you're right. And we, and, and we can get crumpets at our grocery store, even though, I mean, they got started probably in England, but I mean. I used to buy them at my my Kroger and stuff back in the day. So I mean, you, you can buy crumpets over here too. So, but uh, okay, all right. Well, I'm I, I'm the last one. I've already spoken some about it, but I I, I just thoroughly enjoyed the book because I I just really liked the way the character was done and the narration was excellent. I thought she just I I I from the moment she went into that first room and was talking about doing everything to perfection and stuff. I just I just found her charming. And, uh, you know, I, I, I really like the character and, you know, I, I, I feel like sometimes I can be very literal about stuff. I mean, I, I don't think I'm on the spectrum and stuff, but I, I can understand people that are more introverted and that, uh, that, that, that do things precisely in a certain way and stuff. Cause I, I can appreciate that. And I just, I, I just really thought the, the character was well done and very likable. And mm-hmm. I, I liked, I liked the way the, everything was was kind of resolved i mean it's like michelle said too i mean it, it had a good it had good good suspense to it without being like totally unbelievable and stuff i mean you, you had a guy that was involved with drugs and you had somebody whose whose spouse ended up killing him because he he was a, a jerk and stuff and uh it, it you know it, it was regular kind of believable kind of stuff that, that could happen and I, I she just did a real good job presenting i thought and 
and, and, and gave us a bunch of characters that we could like. I, I really like the, uh, uh, the, 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 the doorman. What was his name? Mr. Uh, Oh, Preston. 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 Yeah, Mr. Mr. Preston, Preston. And, and, and Charlotte. I mean, yeah. when, when she got in that slumlord's face and started threatening him and stuff, I thought, oh yeah, that that that's well deserved because exactly. you know you, you don't have an elevator in your building and stuff, and you're giving this wonderful. woman. Yeah, yeah. That, that that was great. I just I, I thought it, it it had a nice it had a nice ending and it had had a nice storyline and, and and it wasn't too long either. So it just. Right. Uh, I, 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 I like Juan Manuel. I, I, he was a good person. Juan yeah, Manuel, I, 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 I like Juan Manuel from the beginning. I thought, okay, you got this guy from Mexico that's sending money home to his family, and he's washing dishes. I know he's a good guy. I mean, it's a little doubt yeah. of it. So you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and you know, and that Rodney guy, he was just a jerk. But uh, uh, but but yeah, it it it, it had a nice. Uh, uh, and, I, and I, I don't even know where I heard about it or, or what caught my attention about it, but I thought, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, so I, I, I think I went to Audible and looked, and it got like a real high rating and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I thought, yeah, okay, we'll give it a good. So, I, I, well, a high choice. water, a high water mark for me. There's many was when she had to get her rent in. She said, "I'll get it in today," and she didn't know how. She was right. going to do it, and she yeah. finds the ring, yeah. and she said, "Thank you, Grand." And went yeah. on it and paid that idiot off, you know. God, right? I was yeah. I, I the way was she little... handled those problems. She didn't just say, "Okay, she went and stole the ring." And oh no, no, it was beautiful the way uh, the author handled it. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Ladon. I was, I was yeah, a little disquieted uh, by the end uh, when she was on the stand mm-hmm. and uh, she testified that uh, she saw someone in the mirror. Right. And she uh, left the impression there that it was the bartender who was on trial, right. that he was the one in the mirror with the pillow. But, right. of course, mm-hmm. it was Mrs. Black one. Right. Because right. she had the bun and she was there even after uh, she passed out, you know, fainted come back and they had a little conversation and mm-hmm. and she hid Mrs. Black's pillow. I didn't understand why, if that were true, she that, that's what it was disquieting. All that happened. And when she was being arrested and she was in jail and it looked like she was going to be convicted of murder there for a while, why she didn't say anything, why she wouldn't say anything then about someone else being in the room. I'm not, LaDonna, I'm not an expert on autism, but could it be the simple thing? Rodney really hurt her. She she really, he was no longer a friend. And then the first Mrs. Black, you know, was in the mirror and did it. And she knew that Mr. Black was evil. He ran over her in the hallway. He was a rich white guy. It doesn't make sense to me either. I agree with you, but in her mental condition, it makes sense to her. At the testimony, at the testimony, yes. Yeah. But when, but when she was and I being arrested, we'd, we'd say, but, you know, but hey, when she was being arrested, that was yeah. early, before was she early. knew how bad how bad Rodney was and everything. She at that yeah. point, she thought Rodney was a good friend, and yeah. so why she wouldn't? Uh, so her testimony doomed him in the end. But uh, why why would she not say something while being arrested and in jail and all that? I, 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 I really think she was so scared. I just think it was just because they wanted to have more suspense in the story. Yeah. 
And that there'd be that little twist that we would, I mean, I don't think it had anything to do with her as a character or the way she processed information. I think it was just part of the plot so that the very end you go, Oh, you know, she saw her in the mirror and that was the person. I don't think it was any, I, I don't think it had to do with the way she processed yeah, information. Yeah, that, I that's, think it, was, it was the plot. Yeah, that's yeah. why I found it disquieting. Uh, you know, disquieting, and that's that's why. No, I and that's it. good. And remember, though, she faints. Remember, that's how the author. You know, why didn't she do it? T- tell when she got arrested. First of all, she's in her pajamas. Stark's mean to her, and she she had fainted, and things started coming back. That's the way the author handled it. I, you right. know. You and I are more, I'm more direct. Why did she say something? And Rodney, poor Rodney would have got off, you know, the whole thing. But that's not the way the book I was mean, I, go. I think people with autism, yeah. just from my own personal experience, have a lot of problems in the yes. area of comprehension. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, it might seem very apparent to certain people, but other people, it might be very difficult things mm-hmm. that, you know, sort of to sort of figure things out and process things out. Often you have to have instructions repeated over and over to you mm-hmm. and you have to repeat them back. And, and, you know, so it, it's a different way of processing um, information. And I, the interesting thing about autism is a lot of people that have autism actually have very high IQs and right. certain, certain areas mm-hmm. they're like off the chart phenomenal, but there's usually mm-hmm. like one area of deficit sometimes is comprehension, something and something else that really makes their life difficult. Um, and what she really did here, I thought, was put you inside her mind and yes. show you what it was like to walk in her shoes. And that yeah. is, was very interesting to me that she had that ability to do it. And then to put her in, it kind of reminds me kind of like Hitchcock in a way where they always had the wrong man, you know, in all of the movies yeah. and, and, you know, they would have to like fight against the whole system. And this was kind of almost like a Hitchcock type of movie, like a movie and a book in a way, because she was obviously, you know, the wrong person and she was fighting against all the, the factors against her. So it was, it was very well done. It really was. As I read that, as I read this, I thought of the book house rules except Molly's much more lovable than the boy in that one who was autistic. Oh, Jody Pickhole's book. They had a, they was Um, close. It was good, a good insight. uh And when the detective was questioning, questioning and she divided her muffin up into four pieces and and the detective says, how the hell I'm, you know, (laughs) talking to here and you're calmly sitting there eating a, uh, so to the detective, it looked like she just didn't give a darn. Yeah. And but yeah. behind her mind, you know, she was trying to figure things out. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else have any other comments before we uh, close and talk about what we're reading next month? This exciting next one. I haven't well, spoken. July 19th, right? Someone said they didn't speak yet. Allison Allison didn't. I saw, but she was muted. I went down the. Is Allison here? Yeah, sorry if I forgot to call on you. Okay. Sorry. No, that's okay. I I muted so that I wouldn't, things wouldn't bother, you know, I wouldn't Uh, bother anything else. My apologies. I I overlooked you. Excuse me. You can be just too nice sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, right. Allison, you got to be tough here in this group. Just yell. Jump in. Tell us what you thought. (laughs) 
Well, of course, I was the one that mentioned it last week, and you said, don't say yeah. too much, because we're going to... I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and I didn't, I I didn't give you a chance to speak. Yeah, so, so go. Right. But that's okay. Um, but I thought it was a really good book. Um, and I agree. I thought the way they uh, processed, I don't know that I'd say autistic, well, maybe autistic, but more Asperger's syndrome, but it's certainly, that's still an auti- on the autism spectrum. Yeah. And what impressed me was the way Charlotte understood after a few minutes what was yeah. going on. Yeah. And, and um, I, I, just, I just thought it was a really good book. And, and um, we, um, I lost my train of thought because there was stuff going on um anyway uh and i thought it was really good you said about repetition and they went through all that so many times before she carried out the plan because they said about she did it with uh one way and then juan manuel would you know be another person and do it another way and they they did a lot of that and that's uh, makes sense because of the repetition um, that they that a lot of times autistic people need to to be right. able to function. Right. I thought it was a really good book, and I thought it was very well done. And they interpreted, I mean, the the way they uh, dealt with autism, I thought was realistic. I kind of thought the book was in England only because of the crumpets. And the biscuits, the biscuits in England are cookies. That's right. But that may have just been the grandmother's thing because, as you say, the rest of it didn't seem like it was in England. So I thought it was a great book. I really enjoyed it. Outstanding. Well, good deal. Thank you. Yeah, she has. This author has a really good knack of of uh, describing and pulling out the characters so you think they're real. Right. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And she had a good variety of characters too. That mm-hmm. made it, right. that made it yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. everyone had a personality. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Our- I really like I really like Giselle. I thought I, mean, I thought she was uh, I mean she was one of the few people that actually treated Molly like a real person. So I mm-hmm. talked to her. Yeah, and I stuff, agree with so, that. Yeah, That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know whether I should trust Giselle in the beginning. I, I she was I don't know I I didn't quite trust her, but then it. Well, her, her, her choice in men, her choice in men wasn't great. So yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. but I no, could, I, really. I could understand how her coworkers might call her Roomba and uh, Neat right. Fleek yeah. and all. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that uh, yeah. uh, that kind of employee is misunderstood a lot. And yeah. that fact. And when she went home, though, when can you imagine going in? First thing you do, take off your shoes, pick them up, take a cloth, wipe out the bottom of them. Yeah, right, right, right. So, right. so, so she was a neat freak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she I was. I just loved her work ethic, and and Manuel had that work ethic, mm-hmm. too. It was so yeah. refreshing. Uh, right. yeah. Yeah. So many Both. people don't want to yeah. work these days, and every job is important. The important thing is just doing it well, no matter what the job yeah. is. We're That's the exactly same. Right. We're the yeah. same, only different. And yeah. that Cheryl, she was 
Yeah. She was really bad. She was no good. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, uh, oh, I just want to apologize. Um, I've been muting and unmuting, mm-hmm. and my um, caregiver came into my room, gave me a pill, and was talking to somebody else, and I didn't have a chance to mute. So, well, um, you, you, you didn't really you didn't really interrupt anything, so you don't need to apologize. It, it was fine. So. And is it okay if I just okay. mention about the fictional to new before you make your announcements? Is that okay? That's yeah. fine. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to mention, you know, for everyone here and then for the recording too. So I, I moderate a book group called Fiction Old and New, and we meet on the first Friday of every month. And this month, we're actually meeting on Friday, July 1st, which, of course, is the holiday weekends and right before the conventions. Um, And I had picked a book called Love and Saffron, which is a very short book. It's only about four hours of reading time. It's very similar if you've ever read 84 Charing Crossroad, that that type of book. Um, And um, the author actually got in touch with me after... Um, after I we send out the newswire, and she's going to come to the book group. Um, so that's mm-hmm. a week from this Friday. So I'm just mentioning it every time I go to an accessible world group, um, in case anyone is interested in coming or listens to this on the recording. Um, we we have had authors before in fiction, old and new, but I haven't actually done it in quite a while. And I'm I'm hoping that we get you know at least ten people. Fingers crossed. Um, because I think when authors come, you know, it's nice when there's a nice showing. So the DB number for Love and Saffron by Kim Fay, F-A-Y, is 106798. Um, it's basically the story of two women who become friends from letter writing. It takes place in the early 1960s. Um, there is a lot of historical mentions there is a little bit of romance, not too much. There's a romance between a woman who's white and a man who's of Mexican descent, which, you know, it was uh, something that wasn't as well accepted at that time as, as it would be today. Um, and there's a really nice friendship between the two. Um, I'm also mentioning, because I know for some people this is an issue, I've read the book. There's no sex. There's no violence. There's no foul language. Very, very clean book. Um, so if anybody has any issues with any of those topics, there's none of that in this book. So if you can come, if you're available on Friday, July 1st from 8 to 9, um, it would be great if you could come. The book is very short. It's four hours of audio. Um, it's, very, it's narrated by four different narrators, all of whom are very experienced uh, narrators. And again, the DB number is 106798. Outstanding. Michelle, would you send me your original notice? Because I had some computer problems and I lost a lot of my emails. So could you send that to me? Sure. No problem. Okay. Because I think I go. Especially if you're going to have the author. Yeah, Yeah, she seems really nice, too. I've written back and forth with her a few times and she actually seems like a really lovely person. So I think it'll be nice having her there. That will be nice. Yeah. One zero seven nine eight. Did you say one zero six seven nine eight? Okay, I'll get it. All right, and for next month, 
We're meeting on July 19th at this same time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Pacific. And we are reading a book that probably most of y'all have already read. I know Joni has, and Joni really liked it. So what happened to the Bennetts? So uh, by, yes. uh, by Lisa Scottolini, the DB number is... 107276. Uh, and uh, if you've not ever heard Eduardo Ballerini narrate a book, then you're going to enjoy this one because he's a great narrator. He narrates this one. I'm sorry. What's the name of that one? What Happened to the Bennetts? What Happened to the Bennetts? Okay. Yep. By Lisa Scottolini. <laughs> it's about, it's 10 hours, 17 minutes. Uh, as I said, Eduardo Ballerini. I'm sorry, yeah. Alan. That's all right. You'll be, you'll be on the edge of your seat for every second of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I've read like the first 30 minutes of it and, and didn't take much to get sucked in. So, it, you know, it, it, it's going to be a good read, I can tell. And uh, uh, and like I said, it's uh, uh, we'll, we'll meet on the 19th. And I, like I said, I'll send a newswire out with all the details and stuff. But uh, that's that's the book. So I think probably several people probably already read it. But uh, I, I know I've heard it mentioned on probably Banquet of Books and on the uh, the Friday Night Free for All for Novel Ideas last Friday. People talked about it. So uh, yeah, that's anyway, where I talked about it. You're right, yep. right. I, I I hope we'll I have, have a, a good this round. Yes. I just said I have it downloaded, but I haven't read it yet. But oh, I there will, you go. I want. Okay, yeah. Save it till we get closer to the 19th. Okay. So uh, oh. uh, anyway, uh, thank you all for coming. I hope everybody stays cool. If it's hot where you are, or uh, I can't imagine oh, yeah. it being in, anything but hot anywhere. But uh, I hope everybody has air conditioning or cool weather or whatever. And uh, uh, the weather gets better. So, I know ours is oh, yeah. brutal. Our, our heat index has been around 108 some days, so it's been it's been bad here. So uh, anyway, get your get your air conditioner going, or or keep your fannies inside under a fan or something in the shade. So, uh, but uh, anyway, everybody take care and stay safe. And uh, I'll see you at the next book group, uh, which I guess will be this Sunday is uh, the mystery book group. So uh, that's right. Uh, it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you, want to, really, about yeah. Do you well, want to talk reading, about it? Do you want to talk about it, Liz? Yeah, we're reading the Cooking School Mur- uh, Murders by Virginia Rich. It is the first in a very long series of books that uh, all, all have food as a item in their, you know, their title, and they're just it's a uh, it's a nice cozy mystery series. So you know, I like it. We'll we'll talk okay. about it on Sunday, but yeah, I don't okay. have the DB number right offhand, but yeah. The cooking it's a numbers. it's a it's a two thousand twenty something thousand number. It's 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 a low down number. So uh, yeah, it's an old uh, book. Yeah. I like going back sometimes and, and finding those old gems that <laughs> you know. Right, right. Okay. Well, we're, okay. we're looking forward. To, we're looking forward to the discussion. Everybody, take care and stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. You too. Thank well. you okay. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care, everyone. Well, bye bye. Bye bye. On the way to ACB. Bye bye.